Hello, hello, welcome to our last episode of this week's Local Matters. We take one last look back to last weekend's Bazaar International. On Local Matters this week, we've already visited the Korean stand and we've talked to the organizers of Bazaar International. Today, the stage is the Afghans. I took the microphone at the Bazaar International, had a walk and got to meet some new people, such as Zia Amanullah. Zia is the head of the Afghan stand. It's the first time that you have a stand, yes. Afghanistan, right? Absolutely our first time, absolutely right. In fact, we only got official confirmation on the 24th of October. So in two weeks we managed to put up something to represent our nation. and. Uh, is not everything we wanted to do, but I think we've done our people proud. So what is it you do here? What do you sell? What do you okay, cook? So we made a decision that we would only sell Afghan stuff because there's a lot of people who unfortunately don't know enough about Afghanistan and what they know about Afghanistan is not what Afghanistan is all about. I don't mean Ara, but some of it is press-driven, some of it is politics. So we thought we would only do Afghan food and Afghan products. So the tea that you see there is, is made façon Afghan, but it's the ingredients because Afghanistan is a, is a crossroads of the world from Alexander to all the others they went through here. So the tea is um, made with Chinese leaf and Indian spice, but it, nobody else makes it. Only the Afghans brought the two together. The dried fruit you see we personally sourced from Frankfurt, from an importer who gets it directly from Kabul. All of it is bio, all of it is from Afghanistan. What is it? Well, there's walnuts, there's raisins, there's almonds, there's nakhod, which is chickpeas, there's apricots, there is nukhul, which is sweetened almonds, which is normally had with tea. Highly recommended. But the top of the hill for me is the Afghan raisins. They are the best quality in the world. And then what has sold really well, we decided to only go authentic and homemade with the food. So apart from one dish, which an Indian friend of mine insisted on providing for the stand, everything is made by Afghan families at home. That sounds like a lot of work. It was a lot of work. My back's gone, but I wouldn't change it for the world. The opportunity to display our flag means a lot. There are some uh, traditional dresses I made. If I may, if you would like to come in. Um, this is a man's dress. You can see how proud we are of our nation. The flag is on the dress. This is the ladies' version, but it's more subtle. The flag is only black, red, and green. See the little circle? Those are genuine Afghan uh, style. The, the Afghan style is more frilled, as you can see. Uh, and, and that I've sourced those from uh, Afghans in Frankfurt as well. So you'd wear it with uh, pants yeah, underneath? Yeah, well, uh, these come, you see you see that one? You can see that it comes with a pant and a shawl. It's displayed on the outside. So these two are the full kits. Whereas this one, uh, you can wear it over a trouser, so more westernized. Whereas this is the full, like my wife is wearing, that's that. But would you wear these dresses on a normal day? No, No, not at all. These are typically worn at uh, events, whether it's um, an Eid festival or uh, a big party, like um, the equivalent of a christening. 
But that one you see there is for everyday wear, the material and the print. So you can, on a nice summer's day, you can wear it with trousers, or if it's very gray outside, you wear it with trousers. So how long has the cooking, what, what, what do you serve, what do you serve? Well, let me tell you, we serve, uh, well, traditionally Afghanistan, meat and rice is the main dish. And because our dried fruit, I showed to you, was, was so we, we tend to incorporate dried fruit. So with a very sukla sale, you have a bit of uh, salt in it. So the meat and rice has got raisins in it. So you get the flavor of, uh, of the land. Then we do a, a flat bread called a bolani. It's a flat bread, which is stuffed with vegetables. We adapted it to European vegetables, so it's potatoes and leek. But in uh, Afghanistan, it's done with Afghan chives. And you, you stir fry them, you put them in the flat bread, you fold them like a calzone. It is the ideal thing to have with tea as a snack. And then we have chicken curry with rice. And we are doing kebabs. Kebabs are a, something where Afghanistan is famous for. We are doing it with the flat bread and we, because we don't have the opportunity to make fresh bread on site, so we have to buy in the bread. That's our main dish, we've stuck with it. But I, as I said, the dried fruit is the main produce that we managed to get uh, in these difficult times. So why haven't you had a stand before this year? Well, I think the main reason was that I was not here and there aren't any, you know, you know the, the, the sad history of Afghanistan is that the Afghans who had to leave the country for whatever reason, I don't want to get into the politics, probably didn't have the means to all the time to do it, but uh, I came back not too long ago to Luxembourg and we used to help out at other stores because charity is in our blood. And this year, spoke to the family and thought, you know what, I think it's time we did it for the country. So here we are. And we only got the clearance a few days before the stand, so 24th of October. So not bad for 20 days, 15 days notice. Then the plan basically is, was to get it running, run it for a couple of years so that any problems that, that we need to iron out are done under my name and I take the blame. And then after that, the idea is to give it over to the younger generation, let them put their stamp on it because it's their future, they are the future of the country. Uh, they are the ones born and raised here. Uh, and I think with the, with the view that people have that of all the refugees and nothing else, we need to change that, that mindset. And what better way than to show them what we are. So you have already quite some young people here. here. Yeah, I have my daughters here. My wife is helping. This young lady works with my daughters. These two boys are Afghans. They came here as refugees. The word got around slowly that there's a guy doing it. They just came and said, how can we help? And next year, you will see a traditional Afghan dance here because we are going to organize the drum and the costumes. And it's a, I would recommend you watch it on YouTube. It's called the Atan, A-T-T-A-N, Atan. And you will get a flavor of, a, it's a very, very joyous style. It represents Afghanistan. So there are actually young people who are also yes. interested in portraying the culture. Absolutely, well, they're there in front of you. You've got four of them. My children are, are there. Of course, they're born and raised here, but these boys have come a few years ago, seven, eight years ago. But they've done an amazing job. They've picked up local languages. Local, their university degrees were not recognized, but they have re-qualified. So you don't do that unless you don't want to give back to the society that has accepted you. Uh, 
and they support their families back home at this young age. So, yeah, we have a we have a certain character which is not not very well portrayed by the Western media sometimes. So there's hope for your oh, next there's generation. A, there's a huge hope. I mean, as I said, in a couple of years, I want these youngsters to take it forward to the 20-somethings because they have their whole lives ahead of them. And, you know, they're born and raised here and they can challenge stereotypes. So uh, they can tell people, what, you know, what we really are about. Perfect. Good luck. Thanks a lot, Zia. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you for uh, giving us the time and, and the exposure. Thank you. You're welcome. That was Zia Manola. Last weekend, for the first time, he set up an Afghan stand at the Bazaar International at Lux Expo to present Afghanistan's culture and food, to show some aspects of Afghanistan that are different from what we are used to from world news. This was our last episode of this week's Local Matters on the Bazaar International. You can find all three episodes on our website, rrcityradio.com, and tune in next week again for our next issue.